back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. The ticket. We are buttoning in as we can. Make some time for the Hoops post game show as Nebraska falls a very hard fought victory today. Their best performance on the road in Big Ten play so far, but unfortunately come up short to Illinois, 87 to 84 in overtime. They were that close, I think, to being in the top 15. Basically, if you if you couple this could be win against Illinois uh, with what they just pulled off uh, the other day against Wisconsin, but. Going to come up a little bit short. We'll still see if they make their way in the polls. Definitely going to get some others receiving votes. They might even sneak in. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, just coming up short today. Didn't get help from the refs. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get plenty of, of talk about that. I think there was a phantom call there at the end from C.J. Wiltshire. Even if there was a little bit of contact, that's where you swallow your, your whistle. But uh, in any case, a magnificent performance from uh, Kase Tamanaga. And uh, in, in lots to, to break down here as Nebraska gets the win. But let's get your initial thoughts. Austin Orman in here joining myself, Jake Bachman, for your Who's Post Game Show. Austin, a lot, like I said, a lot to break down there. What are your initial thoughts here? What could have been? Yeah. This would have been Nebraska's best win of the year, which is saying something, right? Beating Purdue at home is obviously a big deal. The comeback against Wisconsin, obviously a big deal. But we know about Nebraska's road struggles. We know what it's looked like when the team's gone on the road. Outside of the neutral site game at Oregon State, which, let's be honest, was just a home game, you know, a few hours up the road, and a performance against Kansas State that was really on the backs of Rink Mast's hot start and Jawan Gary and his offensive rebounding prowess, Nebraska has not shown up on the road. I think they found the formula. I think they do. Buck, I wasn't confident about this game coming in. I thought Coleman Hawkins was going to be a bad matchup for Nebraska. He played really well. Terrence Shannon Jr., I didn't know if Nebraska had anyone who could stay in front of him consistently. When he put his head down and wanted to get to the rim, he was really good. But Nebraska did a good job of forcing him to settle as well, right? I mean, he took 10 three-pointers of his 16 shots. So Nebraska did okay on him. Uh, Damask was really solid, right? That's another guy that transferred from, I believe, Southern Illinois, another Missouri Valley to Big Ten Conference transfer He's been really good for them all year. He made the plays down the stretch late. But again, Bach, it comes back to rebounding. Even when Nebraska went to the bigger lineup, and not just the, the big lineup, but the lineup where you had Williams, Gary, Alec, and Mast in there alongside Kese Tomonaga, still gave up too many offensive rebounds. You get out-rebounded by 18 on the night. That's not ideal. Defensive rebounding was fine, manageable, 33 to 27, but 17 mm. offensive rebounds is far too many to give up. You shoot a better percentage than Illinois. They take only two more shots than Nebraska does. They turned it over 14 times, but they essentially made up for all those turnovers by getting second chances with the offensive rebounding. So it is a much better performance than we've seen on the road from this team. They're to be commended for that but I'm still left feeling like what could have been. There was one or two plays out there that would have been made. If they get um, the rebound on Damask's uh, layup attempt at the end, if they get the rebound instead of the, the long carom out, I think later that possession or the next possession. Heck, even if Jawan Gary gets that layup to fall, 
you know, and then he goes to the line for an and one, you're feeling okay. Even in, in overtime, um, Rink Mass missing that hook shot over Terrence Shannon Jr. Would have gone back and forth. So instead of Illinois extending that lead to, to four points, Nebraska's back in front by one if he manages to go up over the, the smaller Shannon. So a couple small moments here and there add up to a three-point loss. I don't know whether to be more disappointed or if I can put my finger on, hey, maybe they unlocked something to play better on the road moving forward. Yeah, because this is definitely, Illinois is one of the better teams in the Big Ten without a doubt. Just talent-wise, mm-hmm. uh, Brad Underwood's got them going Although I'll, I should ask you uh, once it gets to tournament time whether you're trusting Brad uh, Underwood, <laughs> Matt Painter, or Greg Gard the most. <laughs> it's kind of a tough call, um, but in, in any case, they, they, he's had some he's had some really good teams, and this is another <laughs> one of those really good teams uh, that's gonna that that has shown that throughout this season, especially uh, now that they've gotten Shannon back. Um, and so I think that it is. I mean, especially when it's that close, it's gut punch and and, and left of what could have been. But this was definitely. A good performance from Nebraska, especially when you consider Kase Tamanaga coming off a two-point game again. Um, Nate, you know, w- wasn't part of the big victory against Wisconsin. Was mm-hmm. kind of benched throughout a, a large part of that game, and he started having. I, I heard some questions, um, you know, from different fans about, well, is he really that guy? Can can we put him, you know? And and it's always kind of been with the shooter. If he's hot, mm-hmm. then yeah, he's, he kind of brings a different point to the ball game. And he had 15 points in the first half. And, you know, at times they were kind of playing, you know, four on four just because his spacing was providing that, which helps out the mm-hmm. offense. Um, and then later, you know, as the ball game kind of went on and, and in the clutch moments, they went to Tominaga. They trusted mm-hmm. Tominaga, and he helped make a lot of those plays. Nebraska, this was not no surety at all to get to overtime. An 11 to 1 run at the end of regulation. And again, the one's pretty questionable to mm-hmm. me. Um, so, uh, you know, again, you know, it's kind of like that idea and Nebraska is going to start get this reputation. It does. It doesn't matter how much you're up on them. You got to watch out because they can they can they can score in bunches, which is something we not, aren't used to hearing. Like we're really not used to hearing that from Nebraska. In case Tominaga, I think pretty clearly was the guy Illinois forgot about after Wisconsin. Right. I don't think he should have had that many. Terrence Shannon Jr. was on him quite a bit of the night. And Kese Tominaga hit some ridiculous shots, right? Huge credit to Kese Tominaga for that. Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna nitpick here a little bit. His heat check in the first half from mm. like past the coach's box line sparked an Illinois run. I get it. He's hot. He's Kese Tominaga, but that's one where keep it in your back pocket, right? Take a dribble or two in, try to create something because that led to an Illinois run that cut it to I think a possession, right? Just just a little moment there where Nebraska was up, I think, six or seven at the time, at least get a good shot. Um, and then there was one at the end, too. Um, I felt like he forced it a little bit. And again, it's hard to complain with the way Kasey Tominaga played, but that's just the difference in these these three-point, one-possession road games is you look at that decision even all the way back in the first half. You look at the perfect... Trap right at the very end there. Sam Hoiberg and Jeffrey Grace have the trap. Yeah. Looked like close. a tie up to me. Yeah. Yes, there was contact on the arm. I thought he hit ball first and then as uh, Damascus was swinging his arms, yeah. I thought that's where the arm contact came from. And even the the little bounces, right? You get the, the trap on the opposite side with Lawrence and Jeffrey Grace and it just squirts free to Harmon there at the very end. Nebraska was in position. Now, with just a few more road opportunities left, you're not going to face anyone as tough on the road as Illinois. Plenty of lessons you learned from tonight. Now, take them to your next road game, which, 
luckily, in the state of Illinois against Northwestern. If Nebraska plays like this against Northwestern, I feel pretty confident they come away with a win. Yeah, a road win, which will be important for Nebraska because that is uh, that's starting to stack up against them. But again, you think maybe they, they they turn the tides a little bit tonight. And I'll tell you this: another a little, another small moment that was a big moment. Um, and 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 you don't have to dig too deep into the play by play for this. Was at the end, Rink Mass just hesitating on that last three. I think that's a shot. You know, obviously he should have taken in hindsight. Would have he had a, the turnover there? Um, but I I was kind of worried that Tominaga, just because of who he is, was going to look for that last shot. Uh, Mass was open, and then his hesitation, and it's not a sure thing, but it's it, it was a good look, uh, definitely being down three with the amount of time left. It was probably the best look Nebraska was going to get. Rank Mass has shown he has that range, and that's a moment where, again, I think Nebraska's lack of a, for lack of a better word, killer, came back to bite it, right? We saw Rank Mass go, go nuts a couple times, Ohio State especially, right? Um, at the end of Wisconsin. We know he has it in the bag to hit that shot. Illinois doubled Kese Tomonaga, who found a good angle to get the pass off. It's maybe a little deeper than Mass was comfortable. I, I almost wonder if he was too open, right? He had yeah. enough time to second-guess himself, so he did. I think that's an upperclassman trying to make the best play possible instead of trying to make the best play available to him. Because if he takes that shot and he misses... I'm sure there are plenty of people out there who would say, that's not your shot. You're so far behind the line. You know, take a dribble or try to get downhill something. Well, I think Rink Mast was looking for the next pass. I really think that's what he was doing. I think if Rink Mast is one step closer to the three-point line, that shot goes up. I don't think he was scared of the moment. I don't think he didn't know what he was doing. I think he got so caught up as a veteran in thinking that he had to make the perfect play instead of making the best play that was available to him. Yeah, and, and he's gonna he's gonna be frustrated about that. But I also do like his uh, his willingness to attack tonight. It wasn't it, it wasn't his best performance, but it was mm-hmm. a pretty solid one. Eight of twenty one from the floor. Again, missed a couple bunnies that he'd want back, and obviously the key turnover. And, and I think late. some of that is Illinois' length, right? Mm-hmm. Rink mass four of nine from three, which makes sense. I think Coleman Hawkins as bouncy as he is on the interior. Even look at. Um, guy like Gary A matched up with him sometimes. Dane Danger is an absolute brick wall who's given Nebraska fits in the past. I'm not shocked Rink Mass struggled a little bit from two. A couple of them were on him. Shots that he'd like to have back. But Nebraska still isn't a great finishing team. But overall, I I, I don't have much bad to say about how Rink Mass played today. Yeah, and, I, and obviously in regulation, too, made the, 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 the shot down low to put mm-hmm. Nebraska in the lead. So just... For that very small moment of time, we could think, this is actually going to happen, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't, obviously, at the other end. Uh, but such is life as a Nebraska ball fan at times. This team trying to turn that didn't happen tonight. I see some frustration on the text line, uh, you know, saying that we're making excuses. I, I don't know what you want. That's the number 14 team in the nation at home, a tough environment, a very a very game Illinois squad, and Nebraska was that close. So I don't, I don't, I can't possibly throw this into the, into the, excuse pile of well they just don't win on the road or something like that this is this is a heck of a game and and and, and if you run it run it back at pinnacle bank arena which they won't get the chance mm-hmm. to but if you did i'd feel pretty good about it Faisal, if you're still listening i am going to call you out because you're the one do, yeah yeah what's fred's road record now we get it nebraska's bad on the road again this is going to sound like an excuse to you because you're 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 in that that mode plenty of teams lose on the road this year there is still one team one team in the big 10 with a 500 or better record on the road this year, and that's Purdue. One team in the entire Big Ten Conference. You look at Kansas, went on the road and lost to UCF, to West Virginia, 
to Iowa State, who's solid, but it's hard to win on the road, right? The way Nebraska has looked on the road is still pathetic, right? Should have had Minnesota find a way to close. No reason it should have looked as bad as it was at Iowa after Purdue. Rutgers, find a way to close. But this game against this team that I think posed a lot of matchup problems for Nebraska is a much better sign than any of those road games. Ultimately, it's still a loss. It goes in the loss column. It it hurts you more than it helps. And yes, you're right. You've been watching this for 30 years. That's part of the problem, right? Is that so many people, I think I can speak for you. I'll speak for myself here too. Want Nebraska to find that next step, to get over that hump and find a way to finally bank one of these wins. But Nebraska is still finding itself, which is kind of a problem as we enter February, that we don't know who the best player on Nebraska's team is, that they don't know who they're going to down the stretch, right? Like That's all fair to say. But it's also not making excuses to say there are a couple questionable calls, but also that Nebraska, I think, had a good game plan. Illinois shoots 34% from three on the year coming into the game. Nebraska enticed them into shooting 34 threes. Nebraska, who leads the conference, I think, in made and attempted threes, only took 28 Okay, so Nebraska's game plan was to make Illinois shoot. Hawkins hit a couple big ones. Shannon hit a few of them in that run, hit the one early. Other than that, Nebraska did a great job forcing Illinois to settle for the most part. It's not the result you want. It really stings because of how close they were. I still think that it's hard to say this is a a step forward because they didn't get a win, but it's not another step back given how bad they've played in previous road losses. Yeah, yeah, and, and and that game against Northwestern obviously feels a little bit more gettable. Eight games left on the schedule for Nebraska. Four at home, four away. So hopefully they can mm-hmm. they can finally cross that line, and that will be an 8 p.m. tip on Wednesday. So it'll be a late Woo. one, uh, and we'll be at least I, I think I'm staying up late enough uh, for the post game, so we'll be there. Uh, but we better we better go ahead and toss it because uh, just a limited amount of time for the post game tonight. Uh, get your happy on. We gotta get get a little bit happy if you're a little bit frustrated. Get your happy on with Ricky C. Simmons uh, coming up next here. Uh, but Nebraska, once again, comes up just a bit short to Illinois, 87-84 to uh, in overtime. Lots of key plays to take away and pick at and say Nebraska could have got the win. Uh, but overall, it's it, it, it was a good hard-fought battle. Nebraska will be moving forward again. I think right now, coming off the heels of that Wisconsin game, just feel like you got to take care of business and you should be dancing pretty. So that's all Nebraska fans have been wanting for years. That'll wrap it up for myself, Jake Bachman. He is Austin Orman. And we'll be back for the Hoops Post Game Show on Wednesday. Once again, 8 o'clock tip against Northwestern. We'll be back. We'll be back right after that game. And uh, get your happy hour now. Coming up next here on 93.7 The Ticket.